be him. I know that they are, they are busy. They're always doing something out there, and, and it's not like it's a vacation for them. It, they're always ministering. They're always doing something, working. You know, in school, we were always taught that the uh, ministry is spelled W-O-R-K, and that's exactly right. We work. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, uh, I just want to thank you guys for joining us this week. Uh, you, like I said in the beginning, uh, you guys are family. So, uh, you know, be, be encouraged that we are family and we are, we are, we, we are hooked up with you and, and everything that, uh, that, that you are going through, you, you can count on us to be there with you and pray for you. Amen? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you guys for showing up today. I appreciate it. I know that you guys are, are, are you know, love me, so I'm going to sit up here and just be myself. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Um, when Brent asked me to, uh, you know, to, to, to minister today because he was going to be away, he, you know, I started thinking, uh, I think I know what I want to, to, to share. You know, God put it on my heart to, to share on something called um, uh, submission and authority. But when I started praying about it and, uh, and I started to, um, you know, to study it and, 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 and try to see what I was going to come up with, I, I was having trouble with it. I was having trouble putting together something, because it, it almost seemed like it was self-serving, you know, being submissive, you know, uh, you know and, and, and part of leadership, you know, having your peers or, or the people uh, that work for you be submissive to you, I thought it was kind of self-serving, so I said, you know what, let me, let me look at this closer, and God put, press, impressed it upon me to, to, to teach on the authority part of it. Uh, you know, how we as believers have the authority in him. Amen? Amen? So let, let, let me start by saying that um, um, the, the, one of the things that, uh, that, that I learned when I first became Christian, or should I say before I became a Christian, I, st- I, knew, I always knew that we as human beings, you know, we're, spir- we're spiritual beings, and we, were, we had super ma- supernatural capabilities that, you know, and I don't mean like being a superhero or anything like that or, or being able to do things that, you know, extraordinary. But I, as far as the spiritual realm, I knew that we had that capability. Uh, you know, I started doing studies, and, I, and like a lot of us know there are people out there that, you know, they claim that they can read minds. You know, that's a supernatural capability. Well, you know, a lot of that is charlatans. Uh, um, and, but there's other people out there that, uh, you know, they have, uh, you know, uh, being able to predict the future and tell the future and see things in the future and, and things like that. You know, I started uh, you know, trying to do studies and figuring out, you know, how they do that and try to apply that to my life and see how, if I can, you know, uh, develop those capabilities and it didn't get very far there until Christ came into my life. Now, when Christ came into my life, I started studying his word, and I started seeing that one of the major tools, one of the biggest tools that we have as Christians and, and believers is, uh, you know, um, is, uh, is, is, I'm sorry, I'm trying to follow along here, and I'm going, getting ahead of myself. But one of the biggest tools that we have that God gives us is wisdom. And, and God says in Proverbs, he says, 
get wisdom, get understanding. That was in, Pro in Proverbs 4, 5. Uh, get wisdom, get understanding. And in James 1, 5, he says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, uh, who gives all liberally without reproach. Uh, that, and to me, that was one of the biggest things, one of the biggest things that we could, we could do is ask God for wisdom and understand what, you know, what he has for us. And Paul says in Ephesians, go ahead and... Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, last week, I'm sure people who were here last week, uh, we had the pleasure of having a guest speaker, uh, JP, which is Brent's dad, and he had a, a special guest speaker, um, Nancy, who read the scriptures for him. I thought that was very cool. I thought that was very, very, you know, well done. Uh, I decided that I didn't want Yvonne to read the scriptures for me. What would you think? So, <laughs> so I decided to, you know, try something different. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. There's a few scriptures that way. Uh, but that, in that scripture, uh, Paul is telling the, uh, the Ephesians not to cease, not to cease giving thanks for, uh, uh, for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So when we, you know, we, when we do our studies and we, we study God's word and we start to understand what God has for us, we, we, we ask him for the wisdom and, and we start to understand and, uh, uh, the knowledge of him and, and everything that he's done for us. In verse 18, he says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? And that's a key right there, to us who believe. When you read God's word, you've got to believe it. Amen? Amen. Amen. But, uh, but, li but look at the beginning of that, that scripture. The eyes of, our, of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is his hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his, inherit of his inheritance, in the saints. Who are the saints? We are. we are. And what is the exciting, exceeding greatness of his power and toward us who believe? And that's what we're going to try to understand today is the, is the power and the authority in his word. Amen? Amen. And, and, and while you pray and you ask God for wisdom... Have him, you know, go ahead and say the phrase, open the eyes of my understanding. So, so that when we can see it spiritually in, in, the, in the spiritual realm, the, the, the understanding and the wisdom that God has in his word to be revealed to us. Re remove the veil that, that's been blinding us to what God has for us. Amen. Amen. 
Let's pray that. Let's see, uh, let's see in the spiritual realm what he has for us. Paul goes on and says, go ahead and play the next clip. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Amen. So when you look at that scripture, far, uh, let's see, let me start here uh, in verse 20, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand, at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above principalities and powers and might and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. So we can see, we can see right there, it's not just for the saints back then, not just for Paul back then, but in the age to come who are, who are us here today. Amen? Amen? That, that is so, so key right there. And, and God has given us the authority in, in that just one sentence, that one phrase over everything that is named. So when you... When you start thinking about what you're going to pray for, let's say, let's say you're, you're, you're praying for a friend who's sick or has a, a disease. If we know what the name, name of that disease, well, guess what? We know that we have authority over that name, over that disease. Amen? So we can apply God's word against that uh, disease or whatever, whatever that uh, thing is coming against you, we have authority over it. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, if you go and read in, in, in Genesis uh, where God created everything and then created man, uh, mankind, he told him to be fruitful and multiply. And in uh, verse uh, in Genesis 1, 27, uh, God says, uh, 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 in verse 27, So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over it, over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. There's the, at that point, that's when God gave us the authority during, you know, at, at, at the beginning of time, you know, at the beginning of, of mankind, God gave us the authority over every living thing, over every creature, everything on earth, everything. He gave us dominion, and he asked us to subdue it and have dominion over it. But, but we lost it, didn't we? We lost it when, when Adam uh, sinned, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he, he just forfeited that authority. And ever since then, we've been trying to get that authority back. Amen. So, but then came Jesus. Amen. Amen. And, and Jesus, well, what he did at the cross, he, well, let's, let's go to the scriptures, because it, it best tells us right there. 
let's go back to uh, Paul's letter to the Ephesians. In the next part of the scripture, there's one key that will unlock the knowledge and wisdom for many of us. If you grab hold of this and study it and read it over and over again, this will, this will open up the eyes of our understanding. Go ahead and play this the video, or the audio. And gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. I'll read it again. It said, he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now, when we read that scripture, most people, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've read the scripture and not caught it. I, can re I read the scripture over and over and over again, and, and we can see in that scripture that God put all things under his feet. Amen? Now, who's his feet? Jesus, right? And he gave him, who? Jesus. To be head of all things. And most people will stop right there. Now, they don't stop reading right there, but they'll stop understanding right there that Jesus is the head. He's got all things under his feet. He's, he's the head of all things. And that's where they feel very comfortable. Most people will feel very comfortable right there knowing that Jesus is in charge. Amen? Amen. And, and they'll stay right there. But they, they, they fail to understand the next part of the scripture. It said, and it says, to the church. And who is the church? We the church. Not just Pastor Brent, who, who comes up every, every week and he prays over people and he, 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 he takes over authority of the things that happen you know, within this family of, of, of believers, and he takes charge of things like that. That's fine. He, he's he's, he's uh, the head of this church. He takes that authority. Not just Billy Graham, and you know, we all know that he went home to be with the Lord this week, and, you know, now he's at rest. Amen. And, and he had a powerful ministry. Everyone knows how powerful his ministry was, you know, you know, uh, getting people saved and introducing them to the Lord, you know, countless thousands, and I, I, would, they say, I, I would dare say millions. Oh, yeah. Amen? Yeah, amen? So not just them, right. and not just Jesus from back then, and oh, the saints from back then, but we, us here today in the church, has given us to, to have that same authority. Okay, so now we understand that. Let's, let's find out what authority is. Okay, authority is delegated power. And I, I want to I give you a couple of illustrations what, uh, you know, authority means. The first one, a lot of us already know, you know, that, that it's pretty familiar, especially those of us who, who've um, uh, attended Rhema and, and, and listened to a lot of the um, uh, preachings and teachings from them. And... and uh, Brother Hagen said this a lot, uh, is, is the, um, uh, the, the, the power that's, that's given to the traffic uh, police officer. Everybody knows that if there's a traffic police officer outside and he's directing traffic, uh, he's, he's got authority to stop your vehicle. Isn't that, isn't that right? Okay. It, there's a, there now we're talking about a huge truck. Let's, let's imagine this traffic officer is in the middle of the street 
and this huge truck is coming along, barreling along, and he puts out his hand, and he tells that truck to stop. Now, does that action or, or, or does that police officer have the physical power to stop the truck? No. He doesn't. If that truck decided to run him over, he, it'll, it'll run him over. He won't be able to stop the truck. However, he's got the, the, the authority, the governmental authority, or, or should I say the, the, the local municipality authority, to tell that truck to stop, and that truck will stop. Amen? That's the authority that we're talking about here. Um, Mil uh, military soldier. Now, I, I want to talk about, a I just wanted to share a little bit. When I was in the military, I, you know, I joined at the ripe young age of 18 years old. Uh, there's something that stuck with me all my life, and, and, and I'll, I'll remember this for the rest of my life. During boot camp, they, um, they were trying to impress upon us, you know, as, as young soldiers now just coming into the military, how important it was for us to realize who we were as, uh, you know, the United States military. I was in the Air Force. Um, I, did, I joined in 1978, and um, uh, I was young back then, you know, trying to learn who I was. And uh, one of the things that they taught us was that we represent the United States. Wherever we go, we represent the United States. It's not us as individuals who are going to control things. It's the authority of the United States that backs us up. Amen? The United States, you know, with, the, with all of its power and authority you know, in the world, its position in the world, was standing behind me when I, you know, represented them in a foreign country or in another, you know, state or, 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 or something that I was doing for the military. In that same manner, that's the, that's the power and, the, you know, the, the power behind the authority. Amen? Now, let's, let's, play, that, let's play a clip from uh, Matthew 8, verse, 13, uh, verse 5 through 13. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him. Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. I will come and heal him. Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. 
Amen. So now, with that same story that I, I, I talked to you, or that, that illustration I, I, I shared with you about me being in the military and having the government behind me as, a, as the, uh, the, the power behind the authority, this centurion understood authority. Just like because he, he's a, a military, he he knows that if he tells his his servant to go do something, that servant will do it. That other soldier will do it because you know he's an authority figure. In that same manner, we can go out and do things in Jesus' name, because Jesus is the one that's sending us out. If you recall in in, uh, in in the scriptures, it says, "Go out and preach the gospel." And, and heal the sick and brokenhearted. Amen? That's what he's given us the authority to do. He's given us the authority to trample over serpents and demons. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And in Matthew, in Matthew 5, the centurion answered him and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. He knew that Jesus had the authority to heal his servant just by speaking a word. That is faith. That is faith. When, uh, uh, you know, when the woman, and, and JP shared this last week, when the woman with the issue of blood went to, um, uh, to see Jesus, and all those people were thronging, you know, around Jesus, and there was no way for her to get, you know, get to him, but she had to push through the crowd, and, and if you recall, he said that she had a mental picture that she had to develop to get to the, to, to hit the hem of his garment, to get healed, amen? Well, that's, that, that also represents the authority in Jesus, that, that authority to be healed, in Jesus, uh, he used that as, a, as an illustration last week. Only speak the word. God is telling us here, only speak the word, and he'll back it up. Amen. Speak the word, and he'll back it up. Amen. You know, God says, my word, my word goes out forth and does not return void. Amen. Amen. If we, and, and that's the thing. We have to believe that. If you speak the word, you have to believe that whatever you send it out to, 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 uh, against or, or, or whatever it is that you're sending it out for, it will return to you. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, will, it will not return to you void. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, God, God is the power behind the authority. He has given us the, us, the body of Christ, his word as the authority. In John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen? And then in 1.14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory and the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Paul, Paul told the, uh, the believers in, in Ephesians 6.10, Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. What does that mean? 
means God, it means that, you know, that, that we could stand up to the, to the enemy and we could stand up to the, uh, the, the, the powers of darkness. You know, with God's word behind us, and we know that when God said in John 1, or in John, yeah, in John 1, that the word, in the beginning was the word, and the word, the word was with God. It's not just the words out of his mouth. It's not those, but the word is Jesus. Jesus is the word, and be, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's how, we, that's how we know that's the power behind the authority that we have in Jesus, because the word is Jesus. So when we speak the word, we're speaking Jesus into the, author, into the world. We're speaking Jesus into the, into the situation that we're, we're, we're faced against. Amen? So what does it mean? It means that we can stand up against the enemy, know that God's behind us, stand up and take authority over our health, over our finances, over our relationships. We stand on the word, listen to what I want to what I want to do today, uh, I'm going to hand it over to uh, Sister Terry here in a few minutes. I want to I want I want everybody to uh, to to listen to the prayer that uh, she's going to share during uh, the offering, because in it there's there's a lot of uh, um, things that we can grab a hold of, and I can I can't tell you how many times how many things that you know Yvonne and I have uh, uh, stood on, you know, in that prayer. You know, unexpected increase. Listen for that phrase. Because many times, you know, I, I was sitting, yep, I'm claiming that right now. And then, uh, you know, within, within a week or two, a check would come in the mail unexpectedly. And, uh, and unexpected increase. And I would come to Pastor Artie. I mean, Pastor Artie. <laughs> Let me just share. Pastor Artie was uh, one of our first uh, pastors back in, uh, in, uh, uh, in Connecticut. And, and it's funny because Pastor Brent knows Pastor Artie. So um, anyway, I would go to Pastor Brent and, uh, and uh, unexpected increase, and, and we would claim that. You know, um, what were the other ones? Give me another one. Um, oh, inheritance. Yeah. You know, my, my not much of inheritance. <laughs> you know, my father passed away recently, and you know, God rest his soul. He. Um, uh, he had, you know, a little bit, you know, and we, we were able to claim a little bit of that. But still, it's still, you know, an increase. Uh, you know, things, things, you know, things in the, in the pipeline, you know, jobs, you know, uh, um, raises, raises, amen? Um, th- when, you, when you think about it and you grab a hold of those little things, just every week, you know, I'm claiming that this week. I'm claiming that this week. I guarantee you, one of those things are going to come through for you, if not all of them. Amen? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. You know, when we, pray, when we pray as family, you know, people who are hurting, um, you know, for healing or for, you know, broken relationships or, you know, family issues, Let's let you know. Let's believe in God's word. Let's believe in that authority, that the power behind the authority, that that God will come through for us. God will answer those prayers. It may not be immediate, but it will come to pass. There's still things that Yvonne and I have been praying for for many many years and still believing for. But we are faithful. 
And he is faithful. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. I, I think I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and uh, call up Sister Terry so she can lead us in that in closing. Amen? Amen. Thank you for listening. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You know, the thing that really stood out to me that um, Brother Ralph was talking about was uh, delegated authority. That's what it boils down to. A lot of people will say, well, God's in control. You know what God has done? He's actually said, hey, I'm giving that to you, and I want you to use my name. I want you to go out. I want you to preach. I want you to share the gospel. I want you to go out and see people get healed in their bodies, get saved, get delivered, get set free. And that's delegated authority, and he has done that to all of us. All right, who's going to be bold enough to do it? All right, today we're going to do some uh, homemaking. We're going to use that authority, and we're going to see things happen. Before we do that, I want us to go ahead and prepare for the uh, offering. I have a, I'm so excited. I know what the Spirit of God's going to do. Anyway, if you're an usher, I want you guys to prepare for the offering, and I want to share a couple of scriptures. Um, this one is... Uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and it says, And God is able woo, to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound to every good work. He's able to do it. He's able to do it. If you have a place right now that you're dealing with, uh, that you need to stand on, that you need to believe God in, He is able to bless you in that. And there's another scripture, and everybody knows this one. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over, that he'll give to you. You know, a lot of people think, well, I don't, you know, you're going to force me to give. No, 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 no. What giving does is it primes the pump. Has anybody ever had to prime a pump? I mean, I'm from the country, and I had to prime a pump. You go up to the pump and it's dry, it's not working, so you take a glass and you pour water into it, which is priming the pump, and then you start pumping, and guess what? Water comes out. We're priming the pump in the spirit realm, expecting to see those things come. So let's pray. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to give. Thank you that the needs of Direction Church are being met. Thank you that the needs of the people are being met. Thank you that as we follow the rules of giving and receiving, that we are blessed. We're blessed with new jobs. We're blessed with raises. We're blessed with promotions. We are getting new patients, clients, and listings in Jesus' name. Houses are sold in the name of Jesus. We are closing deals. We are getting raises. Things that have been stuck in the pipeline are coming through in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord, for that increase. Because we're priming the pump. We are priming the pump in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for those inheritance monies. Unexpected increase is running us down. Not just tracking us, but running us down. Over and above that we can ask or think. 
because we follow the rules of giving and receiving, and we're blessed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Go ahead and serve the people. There's a couple of things on my heart that I really feel like we're supposed to do this morning. Um, I want mommies who have delivered babies to come up here because we're going to lay hands on Melissa. Come up here, sweetie. If, you, if you've uh, had a baby, I want you to come up and pray with us. And Mike, yeah, you've got to be part of this too. <laughs> That's right. So when do you do?